This is a HeadGum Podcast. <sighs> Mike. Hold on, I'm not fully up yet. Okay. Now I am. What's up? <sighs> Mike. Yeah, yeah. I've been tossing and turning throughout the night recently, so I couldn't be happier. When we partnered with Lisa Mattress... I ordered the mattress online and it came compressed in a box the size of a mini refrigerator. I've seen the box. I've seen two boxes. I got to be honest with you, Mike. I have never <laughs> slept better in my life. Ooh. Yeah. Dang right. Lisa is the most ingenious mattress ever. It's rated number one by Consumer Reports over all other direct-to-consumer foam mattresses. There's so many other ones. Mike, number one. The first Hey, how about this, Mike? Let's talk about Lisa's three-layer sleep technology, all right? I'd love to. It's going to make me hungry. Lisa's perforated top layer keeps you cool and provides the perfect cushiony bounce. I hate when you sink too far in, you get all hot about it. Lisa's memory foam middle layer cradles and contours perfectly to your body. I was cradled as a child, and I've never slept harder. And Lisa's inner core provides long life, durability, and edge support. Well, long life to support your long life longer. Lisa is 100% American made and built specifically for you using their universal adaptive feel sleep technology. Simply stated, Mike, you're guaranteed the best sleep ever. I trust it. No more mattress store sales, pressure, or one-minute mattress auditions. Lisa is the Tom's Shoes or the Warby Parker of the mattress industry. Lisa donates one mattress to a shelter for every 10 they sell. Very important. Isn't that awesome? Very important and awesome. So guys, here's the deal. Lisa gives you a 100-night risk-free trial. Love your mattress or they'll pick it up for free and refund your money. So guys, order now and save $75 when you go to lisa.com slash banter. That's L-E-E-S-A dot com slash banter or use the promo code banter at checkout. Get a nice mattress, nice and fun. Have the best night's sleeper you get your dang money back and they'll pick it up. Ain't no nothing better than that, son. Good luck trying to have those dreams where you can control how hard you fly because you're bound to have a few. You might have seven because of how well you're sleeping. Time permitting. Now it's time for the show. Good evening, young. <laughs> <laughs> I was listening to... Uh, to the History Road. Um, the one we just did? Yeah. From the last episode? Because yeah. I don't remember laughing at all in the last episode. So I was like... <laughs> you don't remember no anything funny or that. something? No, no, no. I, I didn't. And then I didn't remember anything from... I think I was totally checked out by the time History Road rolled around. Yikes. And by the middle of it, I was crying laughing. <laughs> when you were doing the like overly English yeah, accent. Yeah, yeah. Really, really good. It was my Tim Curry impression, sort of. Yeah. It was fucking real, he, real good. I fucking love Tim Curry, dude. Yeah. Do you love Tim Curry? I love Tim Curry ever since Congo. Amy, teardrop drink. Dude. Bad gorilla. Hector Mahamoka. <laughs> was that his name? Mr. Hamoka, stop eating my sesame cake. <laughs> stop eating my sesame cake. <laughs> what are you doing in my country? <laughs> Someone had to write that movie. Yeah, dude. Someone wrote that movie on paper. They don't make movies like that anymore, I realized. 
is that good? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you just want them to just live in, in nothing? Yeah. And you want them to never be a thing? Yeah. You want them to never be a thing again? I don't want them. I don't want a Congo 2 ever. <laughs> I don't want. Nobody wants Congo, Congo 2. Congo 2 went straight to conversation. That's how bad that movie was. <laughs> <laughs> Oh no! This is a straight think... to conversation release. Oh no! That's the saddest <laughs> thing I've ever heard. Timothy Bear. <laughs> <laughs> we were talking about how uh, I'm having a very busy day today. Dude. I I filmed the whole morning as a fictitious wrestler named Fred. And now I'm doing this in my relaxation window, and then I have to go host a stand-up show tonight. And we were talking about how I can't memorize people's names. Yeah. I only have like four to do tonight, so that's not bad. Oh, that's not bad at all. But then we were going down the line of like fake, what sounds like oh, they might no. be actor names. Oh, and it was no. my favorite conversation we've had today. Just Oh, yeah. Just before we were recording, we had a delightful yeah. discussion about r- real celebrity names <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that are not what you think they are. <laughs> no. The, the blanket celebrity names. Dude, this is actually kind of a fun game because there are some celebrities that are household names, mm-hmm. for better or for worse. Bob Saget. Arguably household names, like a Bob Saget. And did you know that we are pronouncing their names incorrectly? Bob like Saget's bad. name is not Bob Saget. It's Bob Chazet. <laughs> Bob Chazet. Bob Saget. <laughs> Bob Saget. <laughs> Jennifer Lau Hewey. <laughs> like, you know, um, this name, I'm going to be very surprised if you know this name. <laughs> Catherine Auger. <laughs> Do you know John Lithgow? Yeah. Great. Okay, so you know John Lithgow. Of course. We have at all, <laughs> every one of us, been saying his name wrong forever. Yeah. His name is Eric DuBarge. <laughs> <laughs> his name is Christina Plummer. <laughs> it's so weird. One person says John Lithgow, and that shit really catches fire. It's actually John Lithgow. Okay. John Lithgow. Was he on a podcast recently where he aired this grievance? I mean, he, no, I think it's, I think this has been known. The John Lithgow has been known for, uh, for like maybe, I mean, it's probably always been known, yeah. but it, I think it hit pop culture like years ago, like two or three years ago. Two or I think three, he did it. So after Third Rock from the Sun. Yeah, way after. I think he did like a, so some kind of like uh, talk show, and he like set the record straight or something. Okay. So no, <laughs> no, you can't yell today because my eyes are gonna pop out of my fucking head. Mike, I really want to talk about busyness. Okay, not business. Are oh. you even plugged into this? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> plugged in. No, I can hear it a hundred thousand percent. Busyness. I want to talk about busyness, but I also want to talk about Steve Bushimi. Steve Bashimo? Not even kidding. That's how you say it. Bushimi? Bushimi. Not Bushemi. Net. People always pronounce people's names the easiest and whitest way. <laughs> yeah. You ever notice that? Dude, there's a guy on Lost, and uh, you know we have our Lost podcast. Yeah. May I plug it? The, the podcast that you wanted to <laughs> upload, but you can't find it on your computer? <laughs> What? You're lost, or is it about oh, the show? I see lost? What you're <laughs> wow, that took me too long. That took me way too long. We're usually on the same. You level. just snuck up on me with that one. Oops. You know who would have gotten that joke? 
Eldebarge. Oh, John Lithgow? <laughs> Eldebarge? Eldebarge. <laughs> we reference Eldebarge on every podcast. Dude, I love how you you understand more music references than any of my other friends. Cool. But you also know the least movie references of any of my <laughs> yeah. friends. Hell yeah. Well, everybody's, everybody's a pie. Everybody's a pie. I got 25% shitty music references, so it pushes out all the movie things. I love it, though, because it makes it harder to kind of like get a little zazzle in there for you. Sure. Well, you can add the zazzle. It makes it a little game, and yeah. I like it. It's fun. Good. Um, we, uh, what were we saying before the Business podcast. Oh, the Lost podcast. Yeah, On yeah. the Lost podcast... There, uh, we we talk about Lost, and there's an actor on the second season of Lost, uh-huh. and he was also the killer Croc in Suicide Squad recently. Didn't see it. And his name is Adewale Akanoya Agbaje. Okay, several names. <laughs> <laughs> Shit, I shouldn't have told you. Okay, here's what I'm going to do. I shouldn't have told you how, what it, how to pronounce it. And just try? Because I wanted you to see if you could try. Have me be the disrespectful one. Well, because look at, do you see his name there? I do. Just. It's hyphenated. Adewale Akinui Agigabaji. <laughs> it's, Is that it? I've seen him, though. I've seen him. Adewale Akinoya Agbaje. Yeah. That's his name. You sure is. But here, I'm going to show you another name. Let me show you some names really quick. <laughs> Let me get a look at you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Let me take a look at you. Let me go ahead and show me some names. Um, Let me see a few names. <laughs> okay. This one, let's see. I want to see if you can get this one. <laughs> we headed down to Wilshire Boulevard to see if we could see a few names. Wow, I've never seen what he looks like. Oh. Okay. Sherry Lewis. Say this name. Javier Grillo Marxish. Javier Guerrillo Maru. (laughs) John Smith. For those of you at home, or not at home, but are listening to this, go home before this next part. Go home to listen to this part. We'll wait. (laughs) Home? Just Just pause it. Pause the podcast right now. Yeah, go to anyone's home. And then hit play when you're in anyone's <laughs> home. <laughs> go into the closest home. <laughs> and hit parge. Quickly go into the... <laughs> quickly and, and excitedly enter the nearest <laughs> home. Um, this is how this name is spelled. J-A-V-I-E-R. Javier. Space. G-R-I-L-L-O. Hyphen. It's too long to visualize the spelling of the name. M A R X U A C H. You just started throwing random letters in there, by the way. Yeah. yeah. Let's just put an X in there. Javier Garillo Marxauch. <laughs> Dude, the way you're saying it is very similar to the way we all say it on the Lost podcast. How do you. How we finally we found out it? how to say it correctly, and we all say it like this. Javier Grigio Mark's Watch. <laughs> Mark's Watch. <laughs> the new, my new favorite, uh, Dave and Ross. Mark's Watch. Dude, we just did a new Dave and I saw Ross a sketch. In it. 
Yeah, you're right. Brie is in it. That's kind of a secret, but it's okay. Well, you shouldn't have posted that picture on the internet. Well, though. that's a shitty you can't way to keep really a secret. T- like, it's not very obvious. That yeah, if Brie you is if in you it. don't look at her face, and if you've never seen Brie before, <laughs> listen, you have no idea. Listen, it could very well just be that what that is is just <laughs> Brie also doing a sketch on the same day. No, that's dumb. <laughs> that's a dumb explanation. Um, Eric DeBarge. I did a bunch of new Dave and Ross paint names, <laughs> and probably only half of them will make it in, but uh, I want to read them to you. You want to hear them? Please do. I also did a thing. I'd like to make a, a new segment on the show Okay. called I Got Some Notes. Oh, I'd love that. And I wrote, I, I voice dictated oh, some notes just throughout the day because okay. I was like, I have nothing specific to talk about in the podcast. So I, I did some notes on today. And also a fun thing about it is I'm not going to correct the whatever auto spelling. Oh, I love changed that. Changed it to. Dude, I had, I had some segment ideas for shows where maybe this was, remember when we were pitching ideas for like a new table talk, like oh. how to refresh table talk or whatever? <laughs> yeah, I remember that. I think one of the ideas I had was we do a thing where randomly we say, pull out your notes. Yeah. And you pull up your phone notes and you just pick a random note in your phone notes to read out. I like that. And because we like, do that on this show, let's just do it on this show. Yeah. 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 Um, I've got so much People shit in there. People won't get half as mad at us if we change shit on this show. No, not at all. We do on the <laughs> other do table talk. I felt the wrath of the other show for sure. I will say this by though, appearing on it. There are some things in my notes. Fuck those people. There's some things in my notes <laughs> that. I almost don't want to share because they're they're like Too precious bits oh, <laughs> that okay. I want to save for something. So treasure bits. They're treasure bits. Do you go back to them often? My notes, yeah. Owen and I will have like a random hour of an evening where we'll just pull out our notes uh-huh. and penises and we'll just touch them. We'll touch them and then we'll just be like, "Oh man, listen to this note. Remember this idea?" Yeah, I like, like that. today. Oh, like like last week. Um, I was like, fuck, there was this really clever name. Owen and I like coming up with clever names. Like the Crimble family bit. The Crimble family. Yeah, Crimble family. That was like one of the first times we hung out at each other's houses, and I was in tears at the Crimble family bit. Dude, that bit is old. It's an old bit, and I I don't know. Dust off an old bit. That's a bit to dust off. That's a broken drill bit. Owen and I came up with a production company called the Crimble Crimble family (laughs) production. Oh no, now I'm gonna fuck it up. And he's not here to say it's you like Crimble Family Productions. Right. <laughs> and it is it is made up of the Crimble family. No, no, no. The entire yeah, yeah. I'm doing this right. Yeah, yeah. It's made up of the ent- of the entire Crimble family. Works for the so production Jonathan Crimble, ba- uh, Jane Crimble, <laughs> and the the Crimble family Crimble family productions. Yeah. Produced a movie directed, directed by, by a man named Cr- Crimble families. First name Crimble, last name families. <laughs> I tried to explain that to somebody once and I was crying too hard and not doing it correctly at all. So they were like, yeah, yeah. This was a weird conversation to have the first time we hang out. So it's a Crimble Families movie. Crimble, Crimble, Crimble Families. families cr- Crimble Family Pictures presents a Crimble Families movie. <laughs> Two different people. So anyway, um, so Owen and I love name bits, and one of 
Another one we came up with was uh, of uh, it was like a French woman named J- Jumin Frau Klausa, and it's. <laughs> And when she appears on screen, the camera zooms in so fast into her face. And she goes, dun dun! Like she looks to the camera with her eye wide open. Zoom in, Frau Klausen! She's like Jason Derulo. She just screams her name. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Makes money. Um, so the other day, we had a really good one in Austin when we were at Fantastic Fest. Yeah. And I forgot what it was. Was it Austin Fantastic? <laughs> No, it was an Uber driver <laughs> named. <laughs> Ari, v- Ari Ving now. <laughs> Ari Ving now. <laughs> hey, Steve, it's Ari. I'm about to pull up. <laughs> You check your app. I should say that about twice. <laughs> and then Lon, Lon, our great writer friend, who's hilarious. He works for Screen Junkies. He uh, he said he's got a brother named Lee. <laughs> <laughs> Same middle name. Same middle name. <laughs> Leaving now. Oh. Okay. Here's some of the names we came up with for some paints for the next Dave and Ross sketch (laughs) and actually i'm going to reveal now that some of these were given to me uh from a viewer and i have their name right here eric (laughs) debarge leaving now no actually leave uh, l-e-e-v robert at leave robert sent us a bunch of his dave and ross paint names and they're so good and um, should I read off his first, and then yeah, I'll read yeah. off the uh, mine, please? <clears throat> okay, hang on. Let me let me find the full list here. This is gonna be a good part of the podcast. Here <laughs> it is. Searching through the phone. Okay, <laughs> Papa's nightmare. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Then he said, "Just yell, oh, <laughs> oh, <laughs> shaved ginger." I like that one. Peter's pants. <laughs> Back three school. <laughs> Dude, Back three school is so good. Midnight sun. Yeah. Midnight sun tickles me in an <laughs> yeah, area that I love. That's very. I feel like you would come up. With yeah, that. midnight sun is very much oh, one yeah, I would. Midnight love. sun. <laughs> midnight sun also sounds like. A uh, who's the guy that did Margaritaville? A kid you're not proud of? Oh, uh, Buffett. Warren yeah, Buffett. Yeah, J- Jimmy. Jimmy Buffett. <laughs> Warren Buffett. Um, Sandra Beach. <laughs> Keanu. Keanu Beach. This one's good. Dying Breath. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I fucking love the next one. It's okay. so good. Cough Red. <laughs> Uh, this one's good too. East infection, <laughs> <laughs> clean shoe sole, tidy brownies, and months rent. <laughs> Dude, there's some winners in there. Dude, for they're sure. so good. So I um I made my list, 
and I sent it to Owen, who was on set, and he was uh, yelling them at me in between the ones that I would just make <laughs> up on the spot. Yeah. But here's the list we made, which contains some of the ones that that guy sent us. So <clears throat> here they are. Cop glove. <laughs> I wish that was a real <laughs> Oh, that car is nice. It cop glove. Listen, that's a beautiful shade of cop glove. <laughs> Uh, confectioner's glaze. Yeah, thank goodness. Totally added that one in. Oh, remind me to tell you a Donald Duck story. Oh shit! Because okay. I did. I brought a piece of our podcast into another realm of uh, my world, dude. It's it's and spilling. It was good. It was our good. podcast is there's a there's a little <laughs> opening in the in the top and it's spilling out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oops. <coughs> Somebody yeah. shook it up real mic. Go ahead. I really just, I I don't know if, I mean, read the fact that I read off Confectioner's Glaze maybe spoils it for fans of our podcast that finally watch that and then get it and then go, oh shit, it's from the podcast. What are the chances that if you're a fan of this podcast, you listen to more than one episode? Bad chances. <laughs> bad, bad chances will be a good color. Bad chances! <laughs> okay. You can mix the titanium white with a little bit of bad chances. Uh-huh. Bad chancery. <laughs> what about haberdashery mm-hmm. as a color? That's a good one. Mm-hmm. Um, back three school I added in because yeah, that's so nice. fucking yeah, good. Yeah. Midnight Sun I added in as well as Cough Red. Cough Red's funny. Uh, Grigio. <laughs> <laughs> Grigio's one of them. Po- uh, Pop Zeppelin. <laughs> you ever do like a like bluish? Yeah. Well, I did. <laughs> Off red, off red. I think bl- bluish is good. Bluish yeah, yeah. is a good one. Um, I have uh, <laughs> damn sand <laughs> belts. <laughs> Gone bad. Can you? I feel like you need to. Is reading it as Dave and Ross taken away from the people who want to experience? <laughs> The sketch? It's too much. Okay. It's right. too much. Just do it as Stee. Uh, belts. Belts is great. Gone bad. <laughs> Tuesday's table read, which I think Owen didn't yell at me. He didn't like that one, maybe. It's too long. Hugly. <laughs> Dude, this is one of my favorite ones that I've ever come up with. I'm really, I really love this one. Yeah. Gay frogs. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, you have to come out with some some sort of a um, like a like a foods menu for paints. Oh, that's a great idea. Like, well, I think okay. So in this new one, we're establishing that he's selling paints now, and so it's like this latest edition has all of these paints in it. Mm-hmm. So maybe yeah, maybe we'll do like a catalog, like a fra- a fake catalog advertisement, and yeah. it just has all the colors that you can get. Yeah, and a little description. <laughs> yeah, that'd I think be that'd be good. real good. Bird spit, <laughs> coinge, and my dog died. <laughs> I think coins is a good one. Coinge. Coinge <laughs> <laughs> uh, is great. Coinge is an old, old one that Owen and I used to. Uh, <laughs> Owen, Owen and I would like go get Subway or something when we were teenagers, and he would when they would. When he, when he would pay for his sandwich, he'd say, keep the coins. <laughs> <laughs> and I 
loved it so much. Go ahead and keep the coins. <laughs> keep those coins. You're welcome. Um, he would also ask for quaquembers. Uh, quaquembers? Quaquembers in his sandwich. Oh, instead of cucumbers. <laughs> Good. Oh, no about it. Oh, boy. Insta mess. Tell me about Donald Duck. Uh, so I had a stand-up show last week that uh, all day I was – it was like today. I was very overtired, didn't know what I was going to talk about all day. And those mm-hmm. are kind of stressful unless you're in a really good mindset. Mm-hmm. And I was in a really good mindset where I'm like, I got 10 minutes. I have no idea what I'm going to oh, talk about. Man. Not super excited about I any need of my that. current jokes, but I can't wait to go up there and just be weird in front of people for 10 minutes. So, Did you – when you have a set like, – sorry to interrupt, but when you have a no, set like that, uh-huh. when you're like, I'm, I'm, I have 10 minutes and I don't know what I'm going to say. I'm just going to get up there. Do you ever do you have your old jokes on standby? Sometimes when you're when you're in uh, you, like your muscle memory with yeah. your old jokes, when you have them in like your Rolodex, that's what all the good comedians do. The good comedians go up and they do crowd work, and then their crowd work evolves very naturally into something. Into their set I just had or a, something. You know who Maj Gibrani is? No, he's a beautiful, hilarious comedian man. He has a special on Netflix called "I'm Not a Terrorist, But I've Played One on TV." <laughs> that's great. And he was just in my kitchen the other day and we had a no nice way. little sit down conversation he was like yeah when you're good you just start with crowd work and then it just evolves naturally into jokes that you already have wow fuck and so i have a couple like that like if somebody brings up like a dog i have several dog jokes oh okay uh, so you just other stuff that you i'm like to say someone can throw out like a category or some or like from the crowd work someone yeah, says like, something what did you do and today? it will like unlock your whole yeah. like a repertoire of yeah. stuff your arsenal you know that wow, meme that's crazy of that woman and she's looking off into space and then all the calculate the beautiful money calculations <laughs> yes. that's exactly what it's dude like. I I love that at all times. That meme's one of my favorites. Yeah, that's what's happening uh, in all minds of stand-up comedians. Well, I saw one of those memes the but other day. But all the math is wrong. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's the thing. I have such a bad memory. I feel like I wouldn't be able to. You say that now until you've been telling. I've been telling the Calzone joke for like, oh shit, shouldn't say this in public. I've been telling the Calzone joke for like. Four years. It's a good joke, though. Well, the thing is, like, I'll stop being excited about it when it stops happening to me every day. <laughs> right. It happens to me every day. Uh, well, there it is. So, And it'll yeah, never stop happening. It'll never, ever yeah. stop. I'm 32 years old. Yeah. It'll never, ever stop happening. Um, but yeah, man, that's that's the golden... That's what I'm going to try to do tonight, because I don't have too much... I'm just fucking petrified about <laughs> memorizing people's names. There's going to be a lot of Eric DeBarge's tonight. <laughs> Dude, Mike and I were talking about this before the podcast started, about how terrified we are of... Like, I'm so bad at names. I'm public. so bad at names. Yeah. And you really, you really, it does come down to... Di- the root of it is disrespecting people. Yeah, like, yeah. I hate it. It's one of my worst fears is disrespecting people right because everyone deserves to feel special and you're hosting them you're like your your job is to get the crowd or the audience whatever excited about their presence and you're like eric (laughs) debo yeah it was bob it's like someone in your field and it's like a peer or like you know a co-worker a verified you might get a follow from yeah it's you never know you never know who it is not like it really matters but but what does matter, matters. what matters is, is that everyone, every single person, even you listening, ma'am or sir, it, you are in your own world. You're living your world life. And when people come over to you and meet you, they are entering your little world. Yeah. 
and you need to like act accordingly to that you need to like understand that you're meeting someone's universe you're meeting someone's piece of piece of they're the main character and they're in their story yeah and And you're you're, don't fuck your lines up (laughs) yeah don't fuck your lines up just be respectful first impressions are very important and Um, for us who are hosts sometimes (laughs) and I, I, by the way, I don't want to be a host. I don't like being a host. It's not something that I enjoy doing. If you're but listening is... to this and you have a job for Steve ready to go, put a lid on it. Dude, I told my manager straight up. I was like, I am not doing any more hosting jobs. I can't handle it. Like, honestly, it's just because I just, it's very, it, like, it. it's stressful, At man. SourceFed, you get to host the way you want to host. Uh-huh. And for that, I'm very thankful and grateful for. Mm. It is really the only place I've ever worked where they like, well, maybe that's not necessarily true, but it's one of the few places where you go in there and they they don't comment on how you should host. They just put you on camera and say, host. And for better or for worse, they host. (laughs) And uh, I just so happened to host a certain way and it's weird and unconventional and polarizing <laughs> and um and the number one characteristic you <laughs> yeah. want out of a host yeah polarizing <laughs> like my <laughs> i that should be my twitter profile the most, most the world's most polarizing host <laughs> but i um I don't like doing it because when I go to host for people, when people go like, oh, this guy's got a hundred billion followers or whatever. This guy's got this many. All of them will watch this. Yeah, they'll watch this. And I go and do it and they pay, which is nice. Mm -hmm. It's always like, okay, so I'm going to do it like this. And I'll go like, hey, I'm Steve Zaragoza. Boy, it smells like farts in here. (laughs) Can't wait to bring in the first guest. And they'll be like, and cut. Oh my God, that was great. But love your energy, love your look. You are so funny. Cut out the fart joke. <laughs> this time, <laughs> if we could do it without everything that makes you happy about being here, cut out everything about you. Yeah. And just be a puppet that is being puppeted by our studio supervisors. Yeah. And don't say anything else. <laughs> no, Stick don't. to the script and don't talk about anything else. And it's not like, I mean, look. This is a great job, and I'm not complaining about the job. I'm just saying hosting is a very particular job. Yeah. And it and oftentimes you are not allowed to deviate from a script or add your own, inject your own personality. If you say to yes to the wrong jobs. Yeah. So I mean, that's the thing. It's like that's why I'm kind of turned off from hosting these days. Let me so, tell you about this. But one of thing the biggest fears <laughs> of hosting is names. Yeah. Names. Right back around to that's it. That's the biggest anxiety I have for hosting. It's fucking names, and we'll get back to that. I wouldn't have said yes tonight if it wasn't if the dude didn't follow up with you. Got to you got to bring about four people up if i had to bring like 12 people up which i had yeah, before man. last time i did it i went up with a card and that's no good man you don't no. want to like no one wants to see a guy tell jokes and then pull out a card and have like, to look at this, a card this to next lady name. good good friend of mine fuck i smeared her name and right but jenna Kennebers. jenna Kimmers. let's Dude, bring her up you I... see her all over town I've talked about this before, but one of my most embarrassing live moments ever was <laughs> when I was on a panel with Mamrie uh-huh. from, uh, well, yeah. you know, Mamrie Hart yeah, from, from the YouTube. The only memory I've Very I hilarious one. 87 years old. <laughs> 
I love Mamrie to death. She is such a sweetheart, and she's hilarious, and she's quick and witty, and I love her. And I had never met her before, <laughs> and I was unfamiliar with her work. You call her Eric And DeBarge? I called her Mamrie. Yeah. In front of an entire audience that was probably 75% hers. Yeah, yeah. And it was like the fucking worst. Mamrie instead of Mamrie? Instead of Mamrie. Mamrie. <laughs> and she just, she's so quick and funny. She instantly was like, well, you know what, Stove? I think that it's very much this. And I was like, I am the fucking biggest dick in Los Angeles. <laughs> I felt like a dick. And I, I still to this day feel like a dick about it. Yeah. Well, uh, don't. But she's such a sweetheart. And she has definitely forgiven me and knew it was just an accident. But, but you haven't hung out since on purpose. We have not hung out since. And she unfollowed me on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> that day. No, I love her very much. But um, anyway, go ahead. So I was, I had a show last week and didn't have anything to say, but I was like, I'm going to have a great time. Okay. God, this is crazy. So a bunch of people, it's fucking, it's November 2nd today. Uh, last mm-hmm. week, it was the last week of October. Everyone's talking about the election, even if they don't want to. It's right. so like close and ingrained. Mm-hmm. Everyone has, every stupid comic has something to say about the election. Sure. So I'm like, I'm not going to be the only guy who doesn't say anything about the election. But I know full well I don't want to say anything about because I'm done with it. Yeah. Between working at SourceFed and hearing people, dumb people, talk all the time. Yeah. And reading your Facebook feed and your Twitter I don't even feed. do that. I don't even go on Facebook because of it. I've never felt less that's, white in my entire life. You know, that's funny. You don't, I've never you don't disassociated Facebook, yeah. myself with white people so much. Over the past couple of months, I've been like, I'm Italian. I'm brownish and I'm Italian and I'm nothing like all these white people. Wow, shit. I love it. Anyway, uh, there's one white guy right now being, like, fuck you, you white um, <laughs> I thought you guys were great. Now you're not funny no more. Talk about that E.T. and Andreas. Throw it over to that other white guy, Steve Zaragoza. Um, At least there's one white guy on this podcast. <laughs> Steve Zaragoza is still proud of me. What? So I was on stage and I was like, I'm going to be weird and I'm going to bring our podcast into it. So I grabbed the mic and I legit didn't say anything for a minute and a half. And I looked real pissed off and I was looking around the room and I waited until the initial laughter of that turned from laughter to weirdness. Were you you doing like breathing into the mic? No, no, no. I just silently dug myself a hole. I, I took the mic off the mic stand. I slowly very slowly put the mic over to the left and I held the mic up to my mouth and I just looked around the room for like a minute and a half. <laughs> love it. And love like it. some people thought it was funny and then everyone went silent and I said, I don't want Donald Duck to be president. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I just, and then yes. it was another minute of nothing. I just looked in people's <laughs> eyes like they wanted that and I didn't want that. And I was like, you know, you know, he comes from money, right? You know, his uncle just swims around in money. Is that what you want? <laughs> you just want this rich mallard in the White yeah. House. And then I would tell some of my jokes. And then after they were done, I'd be like, I don't want Donald Duck. <laughs> <laughs> president how can we elect a cartoon <laughs> we can't elect a cartoon so that was very fun how me. did it go over it, it was go great well? man every time because people thought like this is definitely the last time he's gonna say it <laughs> and i did it like six times 
I good. love it. My one of my favorite bits is to take something everyone's talking about <laughs> and do the exact opposite <laughs> yeah, of that. Yeah. Like everyone was doing uh, DM your crush. Yeah. Day on Twitter, and so I is that today? It was like I don't know. It might have been yesterday. Okay. And so I tweeted that I was gonna DM my crush, and it was just a can of crush, like a photo of a can of crush. <laughs> DM crush. <laughs> Yeah, well, whatever. Like Very good. So let's let's circle back to busyness. Oh shit, yeah. Let's get down to busyness. <laughs> Risky busyness. Dude, let's write a sitcom called Let's Get Down to Busyness. And it's about a couple of busy boys. It's about two guys furiously answering emails on the couch next oh. to each other. Mm-hmm. I like that. Um I am no longer a full-time employee at SourceFed. I'm a yeah. part-time employee after being full-time for four years. And um, I I did so to go work for Comic-Con HQ for a little bit. Uh-huh. And then they canceled my show and Trisha and Anthony Carboni's show, which I have no bad blood about. It just happened. They canceled it. No big deal. It's just busyness. Somebody else is busy. Though. It's just busyness. And so I was like, instead of... Um, turning right back around and going back to full time at SourceFed, I was like, you know what? I'm going to just do some other stuff too. Yeah. Like I'm going to just start to do freelance stuff and, and we'll see what happens. Like this is, you know, I'm 30 fucking four years old and I'm just like this YouTube is a young man's game. Yeah. And, uh, I, I was just like, I can't just like crawl back to the fucking, the teat that fed me for four years and uh-huh. I and I feel like, you know, let me let me like, you know, I'll still be there and I'll still help out and I'll do whatever they want me to do. You know, they want me to come back in for some table talks and podcasts and whatever. I'll do all that. That's fine. But I like the idea of being like part time so I can go to auditions mm-hmm. and try some other stuff. Go shopping. But go shopping, maybe just have a break. Yeah. Have a Kit Kat. Have one Kit Kat. Yeah, and and since going to part-time and not having the Comic-Con HQ job as well, I am busier than I have ever been yeah. in my entire <laughs> life. Yeah. And it's fucking stressful yeah. and crazy. But it's a good problem. It's a good problem. Yeah. It is a good problem, but it's like, holy shit, I thought I was busy before with yeah. two jobs that were too like full 100% give everything you have be on all day jobs. Yeah. And going from that. No one burps casually more than you. <laughs> this is a rapid fire. Like there was a little factory in your, in your scoscophagus. Well, my body's working overtime too, baby. <laughs> my body's stressed out. So it's also working faster. But uh, I digest so a fast. Full day of burps. I'll eat a sandwich and I'm ready to poop right away. We call it the factory. It's the factory. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, just dude, like you, like you were saying, you said that right now this podcast is your relax yeah. time or what did you call it? What did you <laughs> this call is it? My, this is my relaxation window. Your relaxation window. Yeah. Well, I, this is my relaxation window as well. Right. And I was at SourceFed today, which is not one of my normal days, but I went in to shoot something <laughs> very special. And, uh, and then tonight I'm shooting, I'm recording right after this, by the way, uh-huh. the first time show, the lost show, we're recording it tonight with Brad and Owen because I'm going to, um, to Delaware, Delaware. Yeah. <laughs> going to Delaware. You're doing pumpkin for pumpkin chunking. Yeah. I'm jealous. 
Really? You're jealous? Very I'm, much I'm, so. I'm like right on the fence. Delaware's New Hollywood. Well, <laughs> don't say that. Because everyone I talk to about Delaware says, why are you going to Delaware? When I tell people I'm going to Delaware, they reacted the same way as when I said I'm going to see cats in New York. Delaware's what Austin, Texas was 150 years ago. <laughs> Keep Delaware weird. It's, it's Delaware up in a, about 150 years. <laughs> Delaware was weird in the 1800s. Yeah. <laughs> Delaware weird. <laughs> that would have been great. First Portland. Um, but I'm yeah, I'm packing it in, man. I'm really packing in the schedule uh-huh. and like because when you're freelance, I've been freelance since I graduated college, and when you you don't say no to anything because you feel like then it's over. Then yeah, nothing that's else the thing. Comes- Dude, one hundred percent. Yeah. And I have I feel so bad turning things down. Yeah. Including hosting jobs, by the way. Yeah. Because it's just like, you know, who am I to turn it down? Dude, my manager my online stuff manager, Brian. He literally, I was texting him today. He was like, can you sign this and get it back to me? I was like, I can't even look at that until (laughs) Friday. (laughs) To put an electronic signature on something, I can't do that for a couple days. Isn't that crazy? It is crazy and stupid sounding. Yeah. Uh, but it's real. It's real life, man. And uh, and he uh, he was like, "What's going on?" I'm like, "I have I can't say no to anything." Yeah. And he's like, "You need to work on saying no to stuff. It's a skill." And I is it really? And I just started laughing. I was like, "Okay, Brian." <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. I'll, I'll maybe I'll risk it is not a skill. For a little maybe while. it's a skill. It's a skill to like politely turn things down, probably. But if somebody's like, I, I've said no to stuff recently out of moral obligation. But that not as far as like, I don't have very many moral obligate. I don't have any like moral decisions that hit me in my work life. Sure, they, they don't very. They're all often very situational. Yeah, yeah. I understand. I mean, I, I know it happens, but I I just personally don't experience that very often. Uh huh. Is this how you hold it? That's exactly how you. Mike is holding this <laughs> microphone from the tip of the little tripod. Uh, Mike stand. I mean, yeah, Michael stand. dude. I understand fully. Yeah, the I can't even look at this document until Friday thing. Yeah, because so, it's just I, dude. I can't even. Friends are texting me mm-hmm. and calling oh, me. Hanging out with friends is something, dude. It's over. It's Ugh. over. Like, and the thing is, is like, I don't think it stops. I don't think it's gonna no, stop. I think this is our uh, new life now, Mike. Uh, Elliot has got you know, God willing, it doesn't stop. Yeah, because yeah. it's good. You're right. You're right. Uh, and it's exhausting, but it makes the off time feel more special. And I'm very thankful. We're both very thankful that we're fucking working. Of Elliot's course. getting mentored by a famous guy. Yeah. Who I'm not going to talk. I know who that thing. is. Yeah. Um, but he says that's, you know, everyone, even guys at famous guy level are always looking for the next thing. Yeah. It's never going to stop until yeah. we die. Well, I was probably I mean, from a stress related illness. There's I have. Uh, we have successful friends. Just like the late, great Eric DeBarge. And Randall. We have uh, Dan families. <laughs> Timothy Dindle. Dindle. <laughs> Timothy Dindle. Uh, we, we have some successful friends yeah. of varying degrees. <laughs> One of my more successful friends uh, complains daily about how like work is ridiculous and they hate their job and all this stuff. And it's like, you can stop and never work again right now. <laughs> yeah. And you will live comfortably and amazingly and they have, for right, the rest of yeah. your life 
but they're still in it. They're still in the stress world. Yeah. They're still in the like busy world, and there's no signs of stopping. And no. I, I and it just it's discouraging and encouraging at the same time. Well, while I pay my own health insurance and have no 401k and no house you have to work as hard as humanly possible yeah. at all times yeah dude you really made me sad because that just I'm now? in the same boat yeah i mean i actually do have a 401k but that's because i worked at sony for like years and years well, that's very nice i don't have that so i don't know what cool. to do with it you uh <laughs> <laughs> like a burp bus passing you by. Like the shit, burpler, is that the burp it bus? It was the burpler effect. <laughs> is that my comedy special title? <laughs> the burpler effect. <laughs> Steve, <laughs> Steve Zaragoza hitting Netflix in May <laughs> with the burpler, the burpler effect. <laughs> um, I so speaking of our busyness and stuff, I want to know what's going on with wrestling Fred. Talk about Wrestling Fred a little bit. New episode of Wrestling Fred comes out the day this comes out. Well, I need, November fourth. Let's. Can we talk about? Do you want to talk about it or not? I want to talk. No. I want. Let's back up a little bit. <laughs> back to business. Because I'm. First of all, I hope you don't think I'm a bad friend for asking for for being for the questions for I'm about to ask you. Life. Oh, okay. But um, <laughs> I believe it was last week you you revealed a photo of a very amazing looking set. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I <laughs> What's in there? Cottage. Is that some uh parmesan? I don't know what's in there, but it smells like shit. You know what's interesting, man? Parmes- parmesan smells horrible. <laughs> How dare you? You just disgraced your your Italians. Most of it's wood chips. Let me say something about Parmesan cheese, god damn it. It is spelled Parmesan. Yeah. Where's the Jean? Parmesan. Where Parmesan? Parmesan cheese. Papa, Papa, John's, Papa John's cheese. cheese. <laughs> the other day I saw a picture of someone who turned a Papa John's pizza box <laughs> with a photo of Papa John's on it into an Elton John. And it and he drew like sunglasses and earrings on yeah. Papa John, and it looked exactly like Elton John. <laughs> and I got a real kick gap. out of it. Yeah, it was great. That's the defining characteristic of Elton John and Papa John. Yeah. Um. But yeah, you posted a picture of your this beautiful set. So is this the Rock Channel thing? That's the one, dude. You have to tell me all about this. Uh, fuck. Where do we start? So, like, you did the thing with The Rock, which was amazing. The Rock, the promo contest. The promo contest. I lost the contest. And in the process, I impressed The Rock, and now I have a show. And you gained a show. Okay, so The Rock. Lose a contest, gain a show. It's that old adage. Dude, it's great. I believe that's a Confucius. (laughs) Confucius? Yeah, yeah. Um, So, explain to me how this happened so fast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did it happen so fast? Uh, yes, and uh, uh, around the same time, a bunch of other things were happening, and I'm doing so much cool stuff, but I have zero perspective on it, and anytime one of my family members or a friend asks me what I'm doing, I'm like, you know, just hang, being yeah, busy. Yeah, it's tough. And I don't, I have so many cool things to say that I think about after that conversation. Like, Dude, I, I was thinking, I, yeah. like, we had that fucking, I don't want to get too off topic, okay. but we had that cool fucking Batman and Robin cartoon yeah, come out. Yeah, yeah. 
There's more coming too. We recorded more for And for so stuff. many things that like if that was the only thing, we'd be pushing it so hard. Yeah, but there's too much going on. There's too much. It's Dude, crazy. I I'm in I like to a smaller degree, I feel like I'm in the same boat. Like I definitely forget to tell people things that I'm yeah. working on. Right. And there's really cool stuff and it's weird to forget about that. Yeah. That's it's also good stuff. Right. It's also cool when they like Elliot, I'll just see him. Uh, in something or interviewing somebody yeah. for like lip sync battle. Yeah. Like, how do you not tell me you met Chris? I know, Leah? right? <laughs> He's like, yeah, I just fucking forgot. You know what, man? When you're doing that though, when like like I did at Comic Con, where the this the amazing celebrities are just coming in and out like that. Yeah. Like well, name drop, dude. I can't remember. Like, I will look at a photo that someone took. Name drop them <laughs> just amazing, by saying celebrities. <laughs> You know that we were dropping. You know that amazing that magician Jonathan celebrities, (laughs) amazing celebrities, (laughs) the amazing amazing celebrities. (laughs) Jonathan, Um, dude, when I was at Sony, me and my friends came up with a stripper name called Stars Galore, (laughs) (laughs) and it's like coming to the stage, Stars Galore. (laughs) Anyway, um, so yeah, just it's it's so. Like I'll sometimes we'll see a picture someone posts of like, like, uh, you know, me and someone and I'll be like, oh, fuck, I forgot I fucking interviewed that person and it'll just blow my goddamn mind. So, yeah, it's not a personal thing that he didn't tell you he interviewed Chris, Chris Dilley. No, 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 not at all. Um, But anyway, so. The uh, fucking wrestling Fred thing happened so fast, Mike. Yeah, man. I uh, so I lost the contest. Uh, there were celebrity wrestling judges, and none of the judges knew any of the rules for the contest. So <laughs> one right. of them voted me out. I'm not going to say names, but it was Mick Foley. <laughs> was it really? Yeah, wrestling wow. hardcore legend Mick Foley. Did he just not get it or something? Or he, he thought I was. Here's the. Here's what he said. He said I was one of the. He gave me an unbelievable comment. Uh, compliment. He was like one of the funniest, most engaging people I've ever seen on the mic. Wow. Which was from a real Jesus Christ. pro wrestler. That's amazing, dude. And fucking Mick Foley. Like I know who Mick Foley is. Good. And that's amazing, Mike. That's someone that is in a field you love. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And someone that you debatably kind of idolize. Like you love. I, this guy. I don't idolize Mick Foley, but, but you, I, I love what he does. So I've always loved what he did. A, a professional in a field that you absolutely love. Yeah. And still like, very much involved in the product now. Yeah, he's he's on TV as a in a general manager wow. role, and and commented on you in that way, which is fa- yeah. that's fantastic. But then he voted me out, so fuck him. <laughs> so why did he vote you out? Do you, uh, he do you know? said he said that my character, which is wrestling Fred, which is a ridiculous character, mm-hmm. was kind of doing an impression of a wrestler and wasn't really a wrestler. Which is exactly what you get when you create a contest on the internet. <laughs> That's vague. <laughs> That's a vague, like, <laughs> funny roast battle that uh, is contingent upon your comedic timing. Based and on comedy. Right. I have zero. I'm very clearly not a wrestler. I didn't enter that contest because I'm a wrestler. I entered that contest because I love wrestling and I love promos. But I guess if you were also a wrestler, then that would be like perfect for the contest right and that's the guy who won but they also said like no profanity and the guy who won drops an mm, f-bomb every five seconds that's so so I, yeah I can, they stretch the rules a little bit my whole family my dad daily says like you know you should have won that contest like i don't give a fuck about winning the belt was awesome yeah and i don't have a belt and that kind of sucked but if wrestling fred his gimmick is that he doesn't he's never won anything <laughs> yeah 
So he's like a laughing stock. It would have killed his character. Yeah. To win a That's contest. like an end game for wrestling Fred. Yeah. Yeah. That's he like wins the end of wrestling out. Fred's movie yes. is that he wins the belt and that's the end. And then you never hear from him. Yeah. And but that's, it's and the very character's on done. brand for him to lose. So, uh, but you got something, you won something arguably better than that. Oh yeah. Well, they, I, I was over the moon when I think I lost in like the semifinals or some shit mm-hmm. like that. And then the finals were in Las Vegas and they called me and they're like, can you get to Las Vegas? Which to is be when you thing? asked me if I wanted to go to Vegas yes. and you were and like, I didn't this tell is you my why. bachelor party. <laughs> <laughs> like an asshole. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it made me rethink every important thing I had to do. Like, that listen, weekend. I understand if you're busy. <laughs> But this is my bachelor this is party, my bachelor and party. everyone else backed out, and it's just you and me, bud. Like you know how we just talked about how we're so busy and our time is so precious. Like I was like scrambling. I was like, I've got to move everything. I've got to move everything. Everything. Everyone else bailed out. <laughs> yeah, you said that. I'm Ellie funny. I'm really funny. Yeah, it's good. You got, you got me real good. So uh, they I do asked that you to shit come to, to Elliot all the time, and I feel really bad about it. I love it because I, I feel love like it when you I do. I steal every bit of genuineness that Elliot has and I wasted on jokes and lies. It's so good. Well, the um, thing is, is like you, you definitely go back and forth between <laughs> how genuine and, and, uh, how, uh, what's the other word? You're just a very, you're very genuine and tells it like it is kind of guy. Yeah. But like when you go <laughs> over that line over into the realm of maybe this is a lie, yeah. <laughs> then it's like not fair. Yeah. Because everyone, because I built up so many karma yeah, points. You've, you've created too much trust. <laughs> <laughs> and then you break it in a heartbeat. That's my favorite. It's real good. It's a good bit. I uh, like it. It's a good bit. It's, lying is a good bit. It's a unique bit. Eric DeBarge. Well, it's not really lying if your whole bit is being trustworthy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's more like you are so trustworthy, to, you got to try take a out. Breather, yeah, you're, taking a a, you're playing a game. And yeah. I always, I'm usually too guilty to be like, that's that's yeah, how you, it is. You, I'll let you find out. That's the thing. You like almost right away will be like, yeah, never mind. Yeah. Uh, so you went to Vegas. So I went to Vegas and I got to uh, the thing with the contest was every promo uh, in the earlier rounds was, you know, it's scripted and you edit your video and you send it in. So it's all like cut up and what everybody's perfect. But in the finals, you had to drop a live promo and roast the person across from you. Live, which is that video that went up with you in it as wrestling Fred. Yeah, you and it was very arm. good and very funny. Thanks, man. It's we like all watched it. Minutes. We watched it in the. Well, we. I think we, Will told me. Will texted me and he told me everybody was watching. Yeah, and it, that made me very happy. Yeah, we all watched it in the editor's room and we were like fucking dying. That's fucking. It, awesome. it is a nineteen-minute video, so we were just scrubbing. Yeah, to yeah, find yeah. You. And then once we found you, we were like, you didn't miss it. much. Yeah. Okay. Uh, there was like a little backstory on what they do in Vegas. Yada yada. Okay. So uh, I wasn't. I didn't allow myself like any cuts or whatever. I'm going to go out and I'm going to do a promo like the rock used to do. And I'm going to roast these motherfuckers. So and good. then I'm going to be, I told myself I'm going to be the funniest person here by a long shot. Well, how much time did you have to prep your roast comments? Uh, I showed up there not knowing what I was going to say. So did you, Again. were they, <laughs> did they tell you it was going to be like a roast almost? Yeah. But I didn't know who I was going to be. Wow talking about or whatever 
Um, That's fucking crazy. And it was crazy, man. Uh, with uh, DJ or Dwayne The Rock Johnson, he's busier than both of us will ever be, sure. regardless of what level <laughs> what, of fame <laughs> we've reached. Sure. No one has ever been busier than The Rock. Yeah. Hardest working man in entertainment, God, maybe. when he was creating the heavens and earth, <laughs> was just slightly busier than The Rock. <laughs> Um, so he comes and, and the whole time the producers and the production team are like, we got DJ for an hour and a half. We're going to run through it a thousand times. So we know this shit like clockwork. He's going to come in and just insert himself being perfect into this. And then we're going to have a thing. And that's exactly what happened. He, they ran it by him like one and a half times. He was like, got it. <laughs> and, then, and then he did it. And he might have stopped once. Also, I might have already said this, but I watched him flub a line, and I've never laughed harder in my entire life because I've never seen him mess up. You don't see him do that. Yeah. And he like flubbed a line, then he laughed about it, and I was like, this is the greatest thing I've ever seen with my wow. eyes. Wow. Um, so I went in, and you could see there are two times on film where I make him laugh. And then Which they, is amazing. They took that. It was the highlight of my life. So it was far. like watching your kid win the football <laughs> championship, <Yeah. laughs> making the football team laugh. Yeah, uh, <laughs> we. I. I was like. I felt like a very proud friend. You proud pop When I watched that, I was a proud pop uh, No, that was the best. And then after that, they were like, "Listen, we can't say too much, but we want to try to have Fred on the channel in some other way because I guess the audience really liked him too." Uh, so that's great. We did kind of an episode zero of Friday Night Fred, which is his his talk sh his monthly talk show. So that was that out. a pilot that you made? Kind of. Did you make it on your own, or you went to them? No, and... with with two of the boys okay. from. Uh, I filmed an intro in Fred's studio, which is in my house, and then uh, we did a man on the street thing at Monday Night Raw uh, at the Staples Center. Okay, where we just went around and we asked wrestling fans. I, I was like, I'm the shitty wrestler. I've never won anything, but The Rock gave me this show, and I can't uh, flounder this opportunity. So I did that go up somewhere? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So okay. that's like kind of episode one. But and, and that's on your channel, or that ended no, up no, going that's, there? That's, that's, that's the like the first one. Yeah, it's over a cool. hundred thousand uh, whatever's on the Rock channel. That's so great, Mike. So now they built me this set. So now Which I have is beautiful. A, like a show with like segments and shit. Wow. When we were on the set the other night, first of all, I texted Delman and Elliot as soon as I got there because I was like, this show has a crew of six people, and that's already six times funnier than any of the jokes will be. <laughs> the fact that Wrestling Fred has a show on The Rock's channel. The Rock knows who a man named Wrestling Fred is. Dude has said that name out loud. That's weird and hilarious. This is like Wayne's World. Yes, of. 100%. When Wayne's World gets bought out by the arcade, <laughs> yeah. it's all fancy. Yeah, it's like that. That's what's happening yeah. in my life. Right yeah. Um, so now... Except not the bad stuff. Not the bad stuff. Yeah. Only It's only getting There's funnier. There's no evil conglomerate guy making no, you... Yeah. No, no, not at all. It's... The opposite. They're like, this is your show, and we don't want to take anything away from like when you used to do it on your channel. It's everything is still yours. We're just adding to it and putting it on. This That's channel. so good. But you're being seen by a viewership of wrestling fans. Yeah, which is people great. who get me. Great, great, great. Yeah, that would be the equivalent of me getting on to Jash or something like 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 Tim and Eric's little like yeah. network and, yeah, yeah, and yeah. getting to do something under them, which you very well might someday maybe someday. Soon. Jash DeBarge. <laughs> um, Timothy Jash. So, 
even today we God, were that... shooting the the opening sequence like the title sequence mm-hmm. which is kind of like a play on the mary tyler moore opening oh my sequence God, that's great. which really only has three shots in it yeah. i don't know if you've ever noticed yeah oh yeah i've seen it's it. like her crossing a street her throwing a hat into the air her <laughs> driving and yeah. something else over and over again uh-huh. which is weird and hilarious so we went down to the santa monica pier and uh, you might know from pictures or you might know from being there that there's uh, a Ferris wheel there and there's mm-hmm. a roller coaster. Yes. I had never been on either. I've okay. taken pictures of them. I've walked by them a million times. A lot of people go there on drug. Yes. Um, but we went. Or to catch Pokemon. Or to catch Pocket Man. <laughs> Pocket Man. You guys still playing Pocket Man Go? So uh, I went up there. And we filmed just him like dicking around on the pier and trying not to get kicked off because we were filming stuff. And I went on the Ferris wheel for the first time and the roller coaster for the first time as a fictional wrestler. And did you like GoPro it or something? <laughs> well, they filmed it and shit. Uh, Dude, real, what? Real sneaky. Had you ever been in on a Ferris wheel but before? But I'm just thinking like if I have a kid someday and they're like, <laughs> oh, the famous skyline from the from Santa Monica. Have you ever been on that roller coaster? <laughs> have you ever been on the Ferris wheel? Like, yes. Why, but, yes, I have, son. As a wrestler named a Wrestling <laughs> Fred. <laughs> and, and The Rock paid for our ticket. <laughs> what a ridiculous life Dude, story to have. Dude, that's beautiful. Yeah, man. So I'm... Uh, we have at least four episodes and this first one is fucking awesome. It's all about the election and it's, it's perfect because it's not, it's barely about the election. It's just making a joke about how everybody, I don't want to spoil anything. Don't spoil it, but, but there I are can't like wait several to see segments it. and all of them are gold in my opinion. Dude, I'm so excited for you. This is amazing. It's going to be great, man. Thank it's you. It's a little playground for you. Oh, hell yeah. That's Very so, much so great. And I just like, when you were saying uh, about how the greatest possible scenario is when they have you host it your way. Yes. First of all, everyone's going to smarten up to that by some point in your mind, anyone's career who's like established themselves first on YouTube. And and, earned that. And earned it. it, Right. They don't, your audience doesn't want to see you be a weatherman. Yeah. They don't want you neutered at all. So sometimes we have to run the script... (laughs) By uh, DJ and by his his main dude who used to be a writer for uh, for WWE, wow. and so they have to approve everything. But also they're like, you know, obviously riff and improv anything. Yeah. So they'll give me a line that's like, <clears throat> and make sure you go out to vote on on uh, Tuesday, November eighth. But by the end of it, it'll just be something fucking ridiculous. And I'll just be watching all the cameramen die. <laughs> and that's kind of my only goal is yeah. like, I want to make the cameraman ruin the shot yeah. by laughing. Dude, that I, that's one of my greatest <laughs> loves on being being on a set. Popping the crew. Is really like ma- making the crew laugh. Yeah. Like back when Bowman used to direct a lot of our stuff, uh-huh. it, like, it was my pleasure to make Bowman laugh behind yeah, the camera. Yeah, yeah. And really a lot of that stuff was just for Bowman. Moment yeah to make that guy laugh but, but that's i love good. that's that. what Making makes it different from everybody else yeah you know yeah a lot of people are in it for themselves and they're and they're doing and they're there for them and then they leave yeah but i love making friends with like the crew and i love yeah. getting to know everybody and making them laugh and finding out what makes them laugh and yeah. what they like and then it's, you it's gotta be fun. in with the the editor yeah oh yeah relationship yeah. with the editor yeah. because you don't want to imagine how shitty someone's life would have to be 
to edit you for hours on end if they didn't like yeah, it. Yeah, you gotta have it. You gotta make a good impression. You yeah. gotta go in there into that editing room. You and have like to do a good impression of the editor. You've got to do a great impression of the editor in here's, front of the editor. Here's my Owen. That's actually not how it went. <laughs> well, you weren't smoking when you did that, <laughs> yeah. and you definitely weren't wearing a white T-shirt. <laughs> and the uh, the last thing I wanted to say was because uh, you were so nice about the set. The Rock texted us on set the other night and said the set looked awesome. Oh my god! Isn't that cool, man? Mike from the set of Jumanji. What's bound to be a blockbuster? That's fucking gonna be film. a massive hit. Yeah. <laughs> so he took time out of his day to be like, "That looks great." <laughs> Jesus Christ, Mike. <laughs> yeah, this man. is so glorious. I'm so, so happy. Even for if you. there's only four episodes of this thing, I'm gonna, I'm gonna. It's impossible it for sure. This is gonna be a big laugh. thing. It has to be. I hope so, it's man. It's Too funny and too cool and too good. I would love, even if you, even if you don't like it, I would implore the uh, the beautiful podcast audience, and I want to say something about you guys in a second, but I would implore you to go at least watch the first episode of this thing it's on the rocks youtube channel it'll be out uh november 4th and hopefully we have this conversation a million other times about movies that we're in or big shows that we're doing oh yeah we fucking love you guys because we're 100 percent perfectly ourselves on this fucking show yeah you guys love it and dude i don't know if you've checked recently Mm -hmm. our podcasts between the two, almost have two million listens. I, I, um, that's insane. I, I'm, I have not checked, but that's fucking crazy. Yeah. Like, I, I, I had a feeling that we were, someone said something to me about how many views. I think Phil was asking me or something what kind of like views we get or listens we get on our podcast. Mm-hmm. And I really wasn't sure, but I think Owen or somebody came to me and was like, dude, you guys are doing really well on this podcast. Isn't that nuts? That's so, it's a blessing. Yeah. I, it's because really, like, I don't know if I've said this. I may have said this, but, and you kind of just said it, um, but this is like, this is unfiltered us, <laughs> right? Like, this is <laughs> us. Like, this isn't, no one is above us in, yeah. this, in this scenario. This is, we are in charge fully of this show, yeah. and we're saying literally whatever we want <laughs> with very minimal edits. Every once in a while, we kind of have to cut some stuff out, but for there the most part- one very long ad read we did <laughs> where we cut a good 45 minutes out of it. Yes, there was. But it was the funniest thing we had ever done. It, And that's the thing. That's the thing. Like we, we, This is like us getting to just make each other laugh and and for some reason in the process we there is a viewership a listenership yeah that also enjoys listening to us make each other laugh i think there's and that's amazing yeah man people just like hearing people have a good time i think i think so too when you're when you're the host uh of a stand-up show as i'll be doing in a couple minutes you're supposed to make the host the, the audience feel like this is the best night of your life and you're happy to be there and uh, stand up tip in general, like if you're having a great time, it gives people permission to have a great time. Oh yeah, and I think that translates into anything you do, especially if you have your own like YouTube channel. Try to put that before anything else. If you're if you look like you're having a great time, people will have a great time with you. And yes, absolutely. Mm-hmm. I 100% stand by that as well, Mike. I hope none of what you just said was racist. <laughs> <laughs> Um, well, on that note, uh, I think it's time for a history road. Historic wa- way? It's time for a historically road ra- walk. Um, I'll get to my list next time. Oh, no. We That's have okay. No, it's a segment for next time. <sighs> See, guys, this is what we were talking about with time. We just don't have it. Yeah, yeah. 
I've got laundry in the laundry room right now, and it's in the wet one. And it's just been sitting in wetness. That's the mold one. It's in the mold moldiest one. Zach Garcia sent us an email uh, with the subject line, Past Avenue History Road. Past Ave. And he says, Grand Challenge and Confectioner's Glaze. <laughs> Me and my friend Tito started playing a new card game called Grand Challenge. It's like other classic card games, Magic the Gathering, Pokemon, and Yu-Gi-Oh. 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 You versus another player using spell cards and attack cards with characters on them, like ghouls, witches, dads... (laughs) (laughs) to attack the other player cards one match i was destroying tito i was laying down cards like loose two times damage or the go straight to jail card and attacking mr green rock golem and timmy two shots (laughs) it seemed like an easy victory until tito reaches into his deck and pulls the spell card confectioner's glaze I was frightened, not knowing the card's effects. He read it to my attack. He read it. My attackers on the field all couldn't move, and my deck was a little bit sticky. He cleaned up shop, destroying my monsters. Unable to defend, the match was over. Tito had won with the most powerful card in the game. Love, Zach. P.S. Don't grade on punctuation or spelling. Just creativity. That's it. That's the whole thing. There's a short road. That's a that's that is an avenue. That was a point two mile road. That's about a point two road. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. It was a good little story. I liked it. He was beaten by confectioner's glaze. And who isn't in this day and age? We all are. We're all fools and slaves to confectioner's <laughs> glaze. We've all fell to the blade. <laughs> we all confection- bow to the power of confectioner's glaze. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, fuck it. We did it, Mike. <laughs> we made an episode of Dynamic Banter. We got to film another one, man. We have to we, film one. I don't like this. First of all, I do like not seeing each other for days on end. And yes, then doing it's nice. This. I think it makes it better. It's like when you don't masturbate for three days because of busyness, and then you do it, and it feels so good. You ever forget that it's an option? I do forget it's an option. Like, I'm about to go to bed, but I feel like I could do something, something else. I have a little bit of time before I go to bed. Do I do laundry again? Maybe I could do laundry again. <laughs> like, oh yeah, masturbating. <laughs> I forgot about that. Dude, I, I, uh, there's something going on with my iPod mm-hmm. where it's playing everything I've ever downloaded mm-hmm. uh, rather than what's just on the phone. Well, you know what your problem is? I don't think I have a problem. It's glorious. No, the problem is, is that you're using an iPod. iPod, that's the one. <laughs> I've been making calls on it. <laughs> Uh, You're trying to make calls on an iPod. I, Siri, call mom. <laughs> Mom's birthday. Remind. Set a reminder. iPod. Call Siri. <laughs> iPod. <laughs> Where's Siri? <laughs> uh, and uh, I was listening to an old Louis C.K. record, mm-hmm. and he said something to the effect of, uh, "He needs to come every day." <laughs> And he said, I started when I was 12 and I haven't skipped a day. (laughs) He's like, I love it. I need to do it every day. That's so good. I wonder if that's an OCD thing. (laughs) Like, oh shit, I haven't jizzed. I'll be right back. I didn't turn the stove off, but that's secondary. (laughs) 
flip the light switch four times and <laughs> masturbate. <laughs> now I can go to work. I have to flip my wiener around four times. <laughs> Helicopter wiener three times. Jerk off and light switch four times. Now I can go to work. Hump the wall, hump the wall, hump the wall, and it's bedtime. Open, close, fridge, and back to work. <laughs> Oh boy! Um, all right. Well, Mike, thank you. Yeah, for thank being you. a friend and um, you're a pal and a confidant. Thanks for the water. Uh, you're welcome. And I'm going to Delaware, man. Wish me luck. Uh, good luck. I am very jealous of your. You have to let me know. T- please take pictures of the pumpkin chunkin. Thank you. I will take a lot of pictures. I will be with the lovely Whitney Moore. We were nice. going together, and it's she is be- lovely. She's she's, lovely. she's out of her mind. I like her about Dude, it. I love her for that. She's yeah. a crazy woman, and she's so funny and weird and down for weird shit. And I love her for. We it. just did a table talk and went off the rails fast. That's the best, man. She's so good. She's great. She's uh, a great addition to the team. Last thing I want to say is I. This is a fun fact for anyone who knows us from SourceFed. Mm-hmm. You might notice that at the end of the white walls, they have a Discovery Go. Discovery Go has an app that you can go check out and watch all the Discovery Go uh, shows. Okay. And usually, a host will throw to a specific show. Okay, and I've thrown to Punkin Chunkin too many times <laughs> to the point where they won't let me do it anymore. <laughs> They're like, we don't need Mike to do Punkin Chunkin No, no, anymore. no. Audrey says, don't, you specifically don't do Punkin Chunkin Because there's too anymore. many. You've done that too many times. <laughs> but you wanted to do it? I want to do it every time. Well, shit, I wish it was you going. So please let me know how it is. Well, I will, and I'll try to bring you back a trebuchet. In Delaware. In Delaware. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, thanks for listening. Please rate and review the podcast on iTunes if you would like to do that. And if you want to send us your history roads, you can send those to dynamicbanter at gmail.com, and we might read them someday. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you We will hear you next time. Talk, I'll talk to you when, I, when we decide to talk about it. But as for now, see you. Our voices will once again be heard from you one more. I'll take a stab at it. And if you're around the next time we do this, then make sure you are. If you've got a minute next time you hear us, you'll enjoy it. It's about it. Tonight. That was a HeadGum Podcast.